0: There and we're off, Stu. So, what were we just saying off air about Welsh people, mate? We, we like to talk, don't we?
1: Oh, yeah, well, that, yeah, that, I don't think I could repeat what I've just said about Welsh people like yourself on air, but that's all good. All good. <laughs> <laughs> I lose
0: half my audience, mate. Uh, but, uh, mate, it's good to catch up, man, because we haven't spoken for a while just for the audience. Obviously, you know, Stu's a mate of mine. Um, Tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing now. How's life going for you in living the dream in Byron Bay, mates? How's everything Absolutely, going?
1: Absolutely, yeah, living the dream Byron Bay. So, look, I've, so I um, co-founded 180 Nutrition um, almost 13 years um, ago, which was essentially uh, the first company in Australia to create and manufacture and distribute whole food health supplements. So it was natural protein powders that contain lots of things like nuts and seeds and coconut. Coconut husks and psyllium husk, crushed and ground, um, just to try and essentially get more nutrition into uh, people's daily diets, um, outside of all of the chemical, chemical and crazy-based concoctions that we find on the shelves. And then, from uh, from the release of the uh, like our superfood range, we started a podcast because we wanted to dig deep into the best information on the planet. And we 're not talking about the information that comes out of um, the government we 're talking about people that have dedicated their lives to whatever it, it may be, whether it be gut health or adrenal fatigue, sleep any of the any of the above, and then essentially just funnel that across our audience to enable them to live their best lives and um, And that 's led us down a whole decades' worth of rabbit holes in terms of very unorthodox um, but intriguing content uh, and some different types of theories and, and conundrums where health is concerned, which, um, which to some may sound um, semi conspiratorial. But I think they say and I heard that I had a term the other that made me laugh. It said, What's the difference between conspiracy theory and the truth? Uh, it's about six months. So, <laughs> and, and lo, lo and behold, when we started, gut health was woo-woo and it was laughed at and poo-pooed, it was snake oil. And now, of course, gut health is, the, is at, actually at the pivot, it's like it's pivotal for, for human health.
0: Yeah. And you hit the nail on the head, right? In terms of, you know, standing up and actually, you know, challenging what we think we know, right? That's the moment. Even when it comes to nutrition, like the, the whole business you founded and the success yep. you had 180 is based on, right, let's ask questions. Yeah, something doesn't seem right. You know, most of the world is overweight. Something's not quite right here. How can we create a product which is all whole food, real supplements? Uh, sorry, real ingredients instead yeah. of processed garbage like most things. And obviously, if you didn't challenge that, and you didn't That's ask it. the questions, and you didn't put the work in, you wouldn't have founded that, right? But
1: go on. Exactly. Well, I was going to say, like, and science changes too, right? So, with, with the, as technology um, as technology evolves. So do does scientific testing and all of the methods that enable us to learn new things as well. So what we now know today uh, is more advanced than, you know, two, three, four years ago. So we're able now to determine um, some new strategies for our health that we may not have even conceived um, a couple of years ago. So it's a, yeah, it's fascinating and a really exciting place to be. Hundred percent. But ultimately we just want to feel our best. We want yeah, to, definitely. we want to sleep well, we want to move freely we want to be of the ideal weight, full of energy, um, and that's what we're into. Like definitely, you know, and
0: it's funny you say that. You know, in terms of you know evolving and actually, you know, leveling up in terms of what you know, but implementing that stuff with nutrition and stuff. Because as you know, up until about a year ago, right, I was actually you know I used to eat loads of vegetables, for example, right, loads of yeah. plant based foods. My diet was probably about sixty seven percent, sixty to seventy percent plant based, maybe sixty percent. The rest was you know animal products. Now it's more like you know. 70% animal-based, maybe mm. 30% plants. And long story short, you know, just, again, everyone's different. But obviously, by me fixing my guts, because we all know certain plants yeah. are more toxic than others, for example, you know, that was an absolute game changer. So now, obviously, I eat like an animal-based diet. Yes, yeah? so we eat good quality animal sources. I only eat fruit. I don't really eat vegetables. And you were the one to actually give me that show <laughs> to like give it a go, because I remember I was thinking, hmm you know, something's not quite right here. It was actually really irritating to you, right? Because you know the level I'm at and stuff like yep. that. Yep. it's like, I'm getting these skin issues and gut issues, but I'm eating, yep. right, what's going on here? And I was trying to eliminate certain things. And then I had that conversation with you, I think it was about this time last year, it around was. about. And I was like, how the hell you stacked on loads of muscle, obviously, you know, because I had you follow one of my programs. And, but the key was you fixed your gut health, you'd increased your animal sources, and you'd really kind of level That's that right. up,
1: right? And ultimately, I think it, it comes down to... to nutrition like where can we get the most amount of nutrition possible mm, mm. and um and also it comes down to the uh you know how robust are we as physical beings how robust is our digestive system because if you if your gut isn't working as it should do it's not it's not going to like everything that you throw in there uh, mm. and you mentioned like the toxicity spectrum of vegetables yep. well, that's right that does exist people think oh just eat fruits and vegetables well they're kind of different and they, they do exist on a on a scale, on a spectrum of these mm. ones are actually quite well tolerated all the way to the ones that, well, you know what? You really want to either soak or sprout or ferment or cook the mm. hell out of these veg because they're going to be better tolerated. Mm. But I think society, of course, just gives us this... Definitely. This wonderful piece of advice is just eat your fruits and veggies mm. and, and everything will work out for you. And, and it kind of doesn't because... And again, if if you're not soaking sprouting purchasing biodynamic you know fully organic vegetables mm. you're going to be getting a truckload of pesticides herbicides mm. it, it, you know all of the, all of the different stuff that is sprayed on the crops as well which you can't wash off under the
0: tap 100%. but for the average if we're talking to the average person on the flip side though right it's like you haven't even got to worry about any of that right the key thing no. is as we said off air right um you always recommend you know i always say avoid an ultra processed foods But you say, and this is true, this is backed up by, you know, evidence and by people you've had in terms of specialists you've had on have dedicated their whole life to this stuff, right? And you always say three things, don't you, in terms of if you want to get into really good shape physically, mentally, and level up, what are the three things you
1: say? Yeah, so three things. So um, remove, reduce, ultra-processed foods, okay? Reduce processed and refined carbohydrates and eliminate industrial seed oils. And so what we're talking about there is essentially anything that comes in a packet that has a long list of ingredients that you don't understand, anything that has a vegetable oil in it that says sunflower, safflower, canola, rapeseed oil, whatever it may be, anything that is highly refined in a carbohydrate form like your pastas and your breads and your pastries and your cookies and all that kind of stuff, which really makes the fundamental of, of the, um, the guts of a supermarket with all the fresh stuff around the outside. Mm. If you can make a conscious effort to remove those things or reduce those things, and at least increase the awareness that you are eating those things, then that's it. Mm. Like, yeah. yes, it sounds can- simple,
0: doesn't it? But it's, it's crazy though, because like those foods literally hijack our brains, right? And I know you can relate to this, because I grew up you know, eating the usual you know, cereal, white bread, yeah all those things, processed foods, right, from a young age. Science. And from a young age, we're, on the, we're way on the back foot, yeah, way on the back yeah. foot because we've already been – our brains have been hardwired because those foods, like any processed foods you eat, unless it's just for the audience as well, we're talking about if you can eat real food, good quality meat sources, animal sources, fruit, vegetables, you know, certain vegetables, if they're not yeah, with your gut, whatever. But if you eat real food that has, like, one ingredient in like what's in a steak, what's the, what's the ingredient in this? Beef. That's right. right. What's yeah. in a banana? What's the ingredient? Banana, right? Yeah. It's, not,
1: it's not complicated. Well, that's right. What's in banana custard, right? Oh, where do we start? Yeah, exactly. List Probably no banana. Right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> that's it. That's it. 50 ingredients and half of them you yeah. can't even pronounce. And that's, that's when you've got to ask questions. But no, that's you know, because people are uh, literally hardwired to actually eat those foods. So it sounds simple on paper. but like, And there was a study to show this, right, in terms of processed foods make you eat an extra 508 calories a day. This is a cross study as well right? That's three and a half thousand calories a week. That's a, that's a pound of fat you're going to gain a week. That's
1: massive. And the the reason, or one of the reasons behind that is because they have been engineered to be hyper palatable. They have been engineered to make us just salivate over these things. Mm -hmm. I mean, that corporate tagline with Pringles, once you pop, you can't stop. Well, that's true. I mean, that's partly down to the MSG in there, but they are hyper palatable. Um, and it just triggers the sensory systems in our brain that just make us want that. And it, like it takes a while, but you can. You can get out of that cycle. And for me, it's been over a decade, like 13 years, as I mentioned before, of just we've been on this whole food journey. And I have learned so much. It's kind of like going into a, um, a cancer ward every single day and talking to the specialists and then realizing at the end of 10 years, you know what? I probably don't want a cigarette. Um, So it's kind of funny because for me now, I don't get the signals from any of that food. So if the chips and dips come out, like there's no signal in my mind to say, oh, chips and dips, they're going to taste fantastic. Do you remember what they taste like? For me, somebody brings out the pork belly, bing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh,
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent, or even burgers, right? If you can bring bring me some good quality burgers, yeah. Yeah, but, exactly you know? right.
1: When it comes um, out yeah, the stuff that really, really fuels our cells and our bodies. So so really, yes, it comes down to those three like ultra processed foods, refined carbohydrates, industrial seed oils, and all of the other minutia that we're talking about in terms of keto, intermittent fasting, like you know, all of the all of the Like carbohydrate timing. I mean, those are tiny little dials that Mm. you can you you just adjust those.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah, they're tools. They're tools in the box, right? But to be honest, Mm. they're the at the bottom of the list. Those tools, right? Everyone wants to jump on, you Mm. know, keto, intermittent fasting. The new buzzword. You know, it sounds cool, and also people think it's it's going to be the answer, right? It's like, yeah, I did this before. That's what blows my mind. It's like, yeah, fasting worked for me before. It's like, okay, but like, did it work long term? What happened afterwards? Well, I gained the weight back, but it still, well, it didn't work then. In fact,
1: yeah, people need to listen bull. to this. That's
0: actually worse, right? Because you, yeah. you, know, you lose it, for example, might lose weight and gain it back. Psychologically, that screws you up. You feel like shit when that happens, yeah. let's be honest. Psychologically, yeah. and then you get self-doubt, and then you end up giving up because what you're trying is not working. And the other thing then is the physiological side of it, right? Your body gets better and better at storing fat. So like, you've got to look at what Stuart was saying then, keto, intermittent fasting, and a lot of people, for example, say they're doing keto, but 99% of people are not doing it right. It's, you know, it's just, just like Stu says, keep it simple, right? Eat more whole foods. Instead of having, you know, seed oils, for example, you know, olive oil, ghee oil, maybe beef tallow or whatever to cook your food in. Yeah. Instead of those oils, right? Um, but let's talk about, Stu, what people could focus on leading up to the time of year it is now, leading up to the end of the year, you know, Christmas come in. And now, for example, in, in my online tribe, you know, my online tribe of clients, we're starting on Monday, we're starting a 28-day challenge. And it's pretty simple. It's basically, you know, two and a half liters of water a day, which most of them are doing anyway, minimum, mm-hmm. 10K steps, come away from your phone at least an hour before bed. That's the most challenging one, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Do that. That's, and that's, that's the biggest return on investment, Stu. You can tell us about that. And I then see. the other one is just three workouts a week. So those four things for 28 days. And then obviously, it's a simple thing. But what would you say, mate, in terms of like any tips for people now to kind of ramp things up and get themselves into a better shape before the year ends? Because new year, new me, you know, I'm just going to call it how it is. Like it's a load of bullshit. If you're going to convince yourself, you know, I'll wait till January, you can't put off your health, right? You can't serve from an empty vessel and you're going to fall into that. The likelihood is you'll fall into that same pattern, of you know, trying to change everything all at once and then go right back to your old behaviors. I think 90 odd percent of people – you know, fail with a health and fitness. View. And it's not, it's not for lack of will, it's just the approach,
1: no. right? Oh, look, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It, I, I think my biggest tip, like if you really want to succeed, fix your sleep. Like that's the big one, because if you don't sleep, if you don't sleep well, you don't feel like exercising the, the, the next day, you make poor food choices, because you're going to be more uh, insulin resistant. So you're really going to want those kind of carby, satisfying quick fixes. You um, cognitively, you're just not going to be in the right mindset. You're not going to be the great person to be around. But that, that's the big one. So it's kind of what you do the night before, which will set you up for the day to crush the day. If you want to win the day, you've got to fix the night's sleep um, from that perspective. So for me, it's all of the things that no doubt you would have drilled into your, um, your clients in terms mm. of move your body,
0: Yep. Um, so sleep is number one. So you would say sleep is number one though, right? And like just yeah. so, you know, people listening or whatever, if you could focus on that and people like when you say sleep, you know, it's not sexy, right? And a lot of people are just, you, you don't know what you don't know, right? Until you've right. And people think, you know, I'm going to start, actually, I'm going to start sleeping better. You know, I'm going to maybe come away from my phone an hour before bed. Yeah. I'm going to really try and get my eight hours or whatever. Yeah. But then people sometimes expect you know, like, oh yeah, oh wow, everything's changed, wow, I'm in great shape, it doesn't work like that, you have to do it repetitively, and then when you stop, let's say something throws you out, like Christmas, yep. you have a few nights shit sleep, that's when you pay attention, oh shit, I don't feel too good today, actually, I'm, eating, I'm eating like an asshole, and,
1: um, my energy levels are off, and that's what I, I think helps you connect the dots. And, feel- and if you can track it, like, if you can track something like sleep, just outside of yeah, look, I don't know how I slept. You know, I feel okay, but if you can actually get some data on it, it really helps because it gives you another interest. And I, like, I track my sleep, and I have done for years with an Aura ring, mm. and and you get to find out what all of these little nuances are that make a big difference on your sleep.
0: Hundred um, percent. I use the, the Whoops here, and that's been a game yeah. changer, right? I think I think both I think both of them are valuable, right? Obviously, I think having the data is definitely mm-hmm. important. I think that's a great tip, uh, but also I think. Also paying attention to how you feel, right? Because a lot of people go one or two ways, don't they? It's like, yeah. oh, I'll just see how I go. I'll get my eight hours. Oh, it's not really making much difference uh, what I'm doing with sleep. Well, yeah. you need to stick it out a bit longer and you need to really pay attention. I think that's a good point though because once you've got the data and you've invested in something, yeah. you actually put more effort in them, don't you?
1: Totally, totally. Yeah. And, and, and for me, I mean, I, I love the data and I love to know where I am right now. So maybe even for your clients, you know, why don't you go and get, why don't you get your bloods done before Christmas? <laughs> See what's, see what's happening. Are you are you deficient in anything? Like where where are you? Because if you don't know, you don't know. Like that might be driving. Like you might be you might be high in sodium and low in vitamin D or whatever, and you mm-hmm. just, just kind of driving these erratic mm. moods and mindset. Mm. So get tested. See what you are. Do you need to? Do you need any specific supplementation to get you through this period? Mm. But know, you know where you are. Focus on your sleep. And then maybe just have some strategies because we are moving into like the silly season and everyone's been locked down. And it's almost like we've opened the cage to the tigers, right? Let's, exactly. we're out here, right? Bring yeah. it on. Like, in in Australia, it- just,
0: just for the audience in here, because I've got quite a few in America and UK silly season. Yeah. Silly season in Australia is like Christmas time. It's summertime. Everyone's getting smashed and going crazy and lockdown before months of the year as well. It's going to be, isn't it?
1: Totally with all of these restrictions. And now it's just like, Oh, work party and the clubs are open. The pubs are open and we're doing all this kind of crazy stuff. And we've got all this alcohol now and it's, you know, it's a good time. So just plan your strategies. Like if you like to socialize and go to the, go to the pub, which you will be doing over the, over the silly season, figure out what you're going to drink. Like maybe, yeah, exactly. go, you know, dial that back. If, you, if you're going to go with alcohol, there are so many different choices that will be much better for you. Things like vodka, lime and soda keeps hmm. you hydrated as you're going. 100%. Way better than tequila shots or, um, definitely. or, you know, jugs of beer.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, and just, or just drinking water in between drinks and stuff. But that's, yeah. that's a great shout. It's like, you know, it, being realistic about things, you're not really going to eliminate behaviors, especially this time of year. They just get no. all, those, all those behaviors that make us come undone all, all come out this time of year, right? So if you've got a bit of a strategy, And And with things like your sleep, if you're going to take a hit on the weekend, if you know you've got stuff coming up, just be extra dialed in the week. I would say with sleep, I would say something like I think the biggest ROI, there's so many different things with sleep, right? Which you can focus on. I feel like, you know, like the blue light, right? And we've had this conversation before, but I feel like coming away from your phone, like a minimum of 60 minutes, like 60 to 90 minutes minimum, ideally two hours, coming away from electronics, you know, getting yourself ready for bed, you know, reading the book in bed or listening to a podcast or Audible. doesn't mean you have to be, not entertained, just no. in other ways other than looking at a screen. You know what I mean, Stu? I'm winding down.
1: Exactly right. And the idea is you, you've just got to switch off that thinking brain. Like you've literally got to pull the lever. Because if you're, if you're caught in this endless cycle of the never-ending feed in Facebook or Instagram that you're just waiting for the next best thing to come along, it's just so it's, it's such a stimulation for your mind. Yep. Uh, and it's very hard to switch your mind off like bang sleep time now so we really want to switch off that thinking brain with like i use i do use the phone um at night but like you said i'll listen to a podcast or i listen to music Mm. i don't look at the screen like i'm just listening and just thinking and and you know do a little bit of breathing everything's and and that that's kind of how it works and i tracked you know i tracked my sleep so i know that works well for me Mm. but um just little tips and, and, and
0: reading, reading as well before. But yeah, that's a, that's just preparing yourself for a good sleep. And a lot of people listening, they'll probably be like, you know, well, you know, I sleep really well. People say this to me all the time. I sleep really, really well. It's like, how do you know though? Because you haven't that's optimized it. Right. It's like saying, you know, I eat really well, right? But you've yeah. never really changed anything. You're just listening to, you know, because you've got a protein bar or you know, you think something's healthy. It doesn't mean mm. you're
1: just guessing. It's the same with sleep until you optimize something you don't really know, right? Exactly right. And you might, yes, you, you might sleep really well. Um, that might be your evaluation. But how many sleep cycles are you having? How much REM sleep and deep sleep are you having? Because if mm. you're not having a lot of deep and you're having more REM, then you, yes, you're going to be quite refreshed. But your body um, won't be able to engage all of the restorative processes that it needs to do in terms mm. of detoxing and moving all the stuff through our bodies. 100%. Deep sleep's sleep's really good for that. And mm. there are there are a number of ways to mess up deep sleep, and like that's easy. Yeah, hundred percent. So alcohol one of, is one of them. Like well, You the bed, you one hundred
0: percent. That makes a massive difference, right? So we got sleep. We'll say you know basically sleep. Focus yeah. on preparing yourself for a good sleep, right? And just make it, making it a priority, right? To really yeah. just putting time and energy into thinking about right, how can I get a good sleep? Maybe track your sleep as well. Uh, a cool room as well. I know you said this yourself with a dark room. I remember you said this on a client yeah. talk of mine. You know you shouldn't be able to see a hand in front that's of your it. face. So a dark room, a cool room, and I think regularity is yes. really – that's something actually I've dialed more in since having this uh, whoop track of my sleep, actually, Stu. Yeah. Say 10 p.m. till 6 a.m. is kind of my sweet spot. So that is my – you know, and, and I'm not perfect on the weekends and stuff like that, but that's my window. And that regularity of going to bed and getting up at the same time is really important as well, right, yeah. Stu?
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, uh, it's ingrained. I mean, we, all, we all have this circadian rhythm, this inbuilt clock. But it's fascinating how – how predisposed we get to being governed by this rhythm. And I'm, I'm the worst for it because I'm so stringent and strict on my rhythm and timing. When the clocks change, like it throws me out like two months before the clocks change, my body's kind, kind of going, Oh, what's going on? Like I'm waking up early already. And, and, uh, and, so, and yeah, be regularity, having that sleep routine down pat, Mm -hmm. Uh, is really, really important just to get you in that mindset of...
0: Definitely. And this this time of year, Stu, it's like, you know, you're not going to be perfect. You might have shit on events. So just try and dial things in when you can. So focus on those things when you can, like in the week or when, you know, when you can focus on them, dial them in even more this time of year, right? And that takes us on to the next thing. I think it's good that we spent most of the thing talking about sleep because that's the most important thing. Yeah, it's the big one. Your biggest return on investment. Like it happens time and time again with clients. I was going to say, Stu, going to your point then, you know, uh, obviously movement. So I, w- I always say, you know, like you've got your training, you've got your movement, and you've got your nutrition, right? Yes. This time of year, chances are one or sometimes two of them are going to go out the window at times, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. always hone in on one. Let's say, for example, or, or two, ideally. Let's say you're not moving as much, right? You've got a lot more work, you sat down at events, focus a bit more on your training and maybe tracking your food for your nutrition, yeah. you know? Yep. And the same goes anything, you, you know, if you, if you can get your, st- if you tr- okay, this time of year, is nutrition, right? Mainly. Like that goes out the window. Okay, let's say your nutrition's just gone out the window. Those are social events. Then just dial in your train and your movement a bit more. So I think if you can focus on one or two of the, or two of those things ideally uh, yeah. to compensate for the one that's out of whack, or if there's two out of whack, you know, focus a lot on the one, then you can always kind of find a bit more balance there. But the thing is, when people hit the off button this time of year, that's when it's like bad news I know. now. <laughs> new year, new me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's it and it, you know it depends how much you want this as well, because um it's there are no quick fixes, like it's a long term game. but once you start feeling fantastic, once you wake up in the morning and you have energy like to go completely get you through the day and do whatever you like to do, whether it be mountain biking, swimming, walking, or just sunning yourself on the beach, like when you feel great and mentally sharp and just full of energy, like you, that's something that you want again and again and again and again. so it is very much a long term game but even thinking about nutrition going out the window over the christmas time as well if if you make a if you make a, a if you have a positive mindset in as much as i'm going to go to a party i know that there's going to be a huge spread of crap party food out there why don't you have something before you go I'd like to fill yourself up as well like have a meal before you go um, something healthy, something filling. And when you're there, just make a few more informed choices. Like you don't have to dive into the, you know, the Cheerios or the, whatever they call Cheetos or the chips and the dips and all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. You know, where's the meat? Like Where's the nuts? Where's the Where are the fibrous, you know, the carrot sticks, things like that, that are really filling. Um, mm. And that way you're already satiated. So you're already filled. You don't really want food you can walk around and have a lot of fun drinking your vodka and lime and sodas and, and you, you've already a step up above everybody else who is just getting wasted and, and just filling their body with crap.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. That's it. You can still make, you know, you can still make informed choices like you said, right? So even if you're not going to be perfect, like you said, if you, that's a good point, have a good meal beforehand, yeah. you know, make sure you're hydrated. And then you just, it's like when you, um, if you, if you ever go bad, a bad move is going to the supermarket when you're hungry, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Yeah. Obviously we, we don't really want the processed foods anymore, but I'll still find myself getting more dark chocolate or stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like buying stuff I wouldn't normally buy because I'm hungry when I'm in a supermarket, right? Exactly right. It's like yeah. a buffet. I'm, I'm the same. I'm
1: kind of, where's the beef jerky? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. That's it. So yeah. what else do you say? So obviously we covered the big rocks there, you know, sleep, Obviously focusing on one of those two things when it comes to your training, nutrition and movement, making sure two of them is, are, are as consistent as you can make them if one goes out the window. Yep. Um, and then what would you say then to, to kind of give someone else, because I was going to say leading up to the end of the year, right, obviously you have all the social events, but the environment changes a lot, right? So mm. the psychology and, you know, habits that you may have implemented or whatever, you know, kind of can go out the window a lot easier because you're in different environments. I think that's really important.
1: Yeah, a friend of mine a couple of weeks back, he came out with a phrase that really resonated with me, and it was it was pay yourself first. And I said, "Well, what do you mean by that?" And he said, "Well, he said you've got to do something for you that you really love, that you really enjoy, that paves the way for like to, for you to crush the day. Whether you know, if you're into lifting weights, like just pay you know pay yourself. Go to the gym in the morning and just make sure that you do that one thing that will shape the day. Like if it's a long walk on the beach, if you want, if, like if you love getting some sunshine, really important as well, like get full body sunshine, get, get those vitamin D levels up, make some time at lunchtime just to get 30 minutes and just pay yourself. Whatever it is that makes you tick, um, I think just figure out what that is. For me, uh, it's lifting weights and eating good food and getting sunshine. Those are the th- three things that are really important to me. And if I, if I manage to lift weights, get some sunshine, have really good food, then I'm a much better person to be around and I'm a much better person for my wife and my kids because I've, you know, I'm feeling great. I've done the stuff that I need and then I can tackle all the other crap that life's life throws mm. at us. So I think it's, it's just figuring out where your triggers are. And for you, no doubt, it would probably be quite similar. I know that you love lifting your weights and I know yeah, you really used your food.
0: Yeah. Um, 100%. Definitely, definitely similar. Yeah. I'm just getting out, getting some sunshine in the morning as well. Right? I, th- I think, yeah, I always say this to clients. It's like a, not a law but like something that we abide to is you know just you can't serve from an empty vessel right or you can't pour from an empty cup whichever you know saying you want to use but serving yourself before you serve others and protecting your energy like your life depends on it that's it like in the morning rather than because we were talking about environment it's not just your physical environment that changes you know this time of year or whatever you know just your emotional environment if you're getting up in the morning and you're scrolling on social media straight away you're putting yourself into like a reactive state yeah yeah you haven't served yourself so you haven't just going outside just going outside getting some daylight for sleep works wonders anyway uh but also just setting like managing your energy i think is so important right so hydrate totally
1: totally drink a liter
0: of water and get out there and walk you
1: know and you know what if you're going to go out for a walk and here's a novel idea but it's really invigorating leave the phone at home like I imagine when people are like anxious now, think about that, <laughs> no. leave the phone at home, yeah, and it 's just like it 's almost ridiculous to think that we 'd even be laughing at that now because you know we come out of time before mobile phones and all that kind of tech, and you just used to go out and have a good time, mm. but now, like you mentioned, like if the phone isn 't there sitting next to you it 's like where's my phone yeah, exactly. Like, you can go out and you don't you don 't need to take a picture and put it on instagram you don 't need to check in with any social media, like just go out, enjoy, you know, use your senses, like Mm. listen, smell, see, feel, touch, like all of these Mm. things. And you really get out there, ground yourself, get some sun on your skin. Um, And, and you'll find that you might stop people watching and just noticing things about your environment that you haven't noticed before, because the phone isn't there to distract you. It's the phone isn't there to keep calling you. Hey, I'm in your pocket. Guess what? Mm. Bing, 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 like just leave, leave the thing at home. And I do that when I go out, like if I'm out, I go out for a meal, the phone stays at home. Mm. If I go generally if I go out of an evening, the phone stays at home. Mm. Um, and it's 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 really enjoyable and, and um, quite refreshing.
0: Liberating and, and you're more you're more present, right? Because it's so Luckily. easy for your mental health just to actually be present outside yeah. and without then, having that constant distraction.
1: And when you haven't got that, you'll start noticing the amount of people around you that are absolutely transfixed with their phone. Mm. Um, and you'll realize that you know what, there's a whole world out here that exists outside of this virtual world that has been shaped in over, the, over the course of the last kind of five, five mm. years plus with social media that really robs us of conversation and connection and it robs us of who we are as human beings. Mm, 100%. Uh, and so for me, yeah, definitely like try and unplug.
0: Mm. Yeah, and there's a couple of, that's a great way to kind of, uh, you know, finish it off. I was gonna say, you know, just for most people, you know, sustainability, right? So. If you you know you want to ramp things up now, that's why the habits we're doing in our group are like, you know, sustainable habits, not sexy, you know, drink more water, you know, yeah. get better sleep, and you know, obviously all the big rocks are covered, yeah? If you can just focus on something where you're not going, you're not necessarily changing too much, because obviously the last thing you want to do is just get loads of momentum now, you know, obviously go all out, try and change too many habits at once, and then obviously, you know, Christmas comes, New Year, you go back to your old behaviors. And then, you know, you feel like shit because you go backwards. It's just like making changes that you think, right, I think I could make this change and I could probably sustain that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like whether that be your sleep or whether that be doing more steps, hydrating, I think sustainability is important, but also I think giving yourself permission to slip up. This is important totally. thing this time of year. Give yourself that permission. Don't go like it's unrealistic. that stuff that we tell ourselves sometimes. Exactly,
1: exactly right. And, and an analogy for that that I like to use is that, if we want to climb Mount Everest, we don't start out by climbing Mount Everest, right? At some stage, we probably started out by just walking. Mm. Um, and then we take baby steps, baby steps, and then as we grow and we progress, we start to, we start to reach new goals and it moves us up to the big goal. Mm. But a- absolutely, small steps, like if, like, like you, you mentioned, right, hydration. like It's a big one We majority of us are dehydrated. Um, mm just just through the nature of our work and, and just not being focused on, on the-
0: 100%. And I think the main one there is just waking up. You lose like a liter in your sleep, probably That's more. It. And no one, generally, most people don't tend to wake up. And well, some people do, but a lot of people don't hydrate. You know, reach straight for a coffee. For me, like what I'll do is I do drink. I know you don't drink coffee. I do drink coffee, but I'll drink like a liter of water every morning. And then I'll yep. wait on 90 minutes till I have my first coffee. And then because I've been out on a walk, I've hydrated, I'm raring to go then. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think- that's a simple tip I give the clients. Just hydrate in the
1: morning because you're waking up on the back foot because you're dehydrated, right? Totally, totally, Big exactly one. right. And I like I like I mix it up. I mean, I've got I've got a squeeze of lime in here, and I've got a couple of um, well, I've got a, a teaspoon of sea salt, and I just yep. mix this thing up. So I've got some electrolytes in there and exactly. and it you know tastes great, and it really gives you a. It makes you feel sharp, mentally sharp, because yeah, you yeah. are hydrated. All the cells are hydrated. So hundred percent. If you could just start thing. with water, like that's one thing and that's a yeah. win. Yeah, and Enjoy. try and keep
0: that and try and keep that one consistent over the Christmas period. Just be mindful of it, like am I hydrated? Am I hydrated in the morning? Yeah. That's gonna make all the difference in terms of the choices you make with food, energy yep. levels, you know, bloating when you've eaten loads of crap food, you know, and you get bloated. Yep. So yeah, simple, simple stuff, isn't and
1: it? I, I had an app on my phone that was just a, like a hydrate yourself app. And every, every hour or so, it just said drink water. And it just popped up. And I had that for about a year. And now it's just automatic. Like, Happy days. Yeah, it just works. So, Happy days. Hey, that's need, awesome. I to help you.
0: That's a, that's a great little way to wrap it up, mate. I really appreciate that. That was a, that was a good little chat. Some good knowledge
1: bombs there for the audience, mate. Absolutely right. No, look, love to chat, mate, anytime. time. Um, and if you want to do it again, you know where I am.
0: Awesome, mate. Nice one, Stu. You. Thank you, bud.